When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Tuesday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Shaw Anthony Tochi. We got DJ Leah behind the Mac today. It's been so long. It's been forever. We also got intern Kyle in the studio today. Guys, if you're new here, do us a favor. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and leave a five-star review. Let us know what you enjoy about this podcast. We have a jam-packed college basketball show for you guys today. At the tail end, we're going to get into our Pac-12 power rankings. Definitely some movement both from Arizona and Arizona State after some interesting Pac-12 play weekends. We're also going to take a look at three Arizona State Sun Devils who can help continue Arizona State's four-game win streak. But that's where we're going to start, with Arizona State's four-game win streak. And really, what has changed for Bobby Hurley's squad and the Sun Devils? Because if you remember, it's not too long ago that... It felt like ASU basketball was a sinking ship this season. The offense didn't have any sort of synergy. There was no chemistry from this team. It didn't look like Arizona State had even practiced offensively. And it's something that I think a lot of people were frustrated with, specifically when you look at the three-game losing streak before ASU was on their streak that they're on now. You look at the five-point loss to San Diego, which was embarrassing. You look at the loss to TCU, Northwestern. Both those games were 20-point, 19-point losses, respectively. So for Arizona State and for the fan base to see what they've accomplished over the last four games, I feel like the Sun Devils and probably Sun Devil Nation are a little bit at a fork in the road, right? No pun intended there. But... Arizona State has the opportunity to go on one path similar to where they were at non-conference play. You let the offense sputter. You allow opposing defenses to figure you out, to show zero respect from behind the arc, and ultimately let your season fade away. You go into the Big 12, a lot of question marks surrounding the program. Or you could choose the alternative route where Arizona State continues to evolve the offense You see guys on the bench starting to contribute. Your three-headed monster in Frankie Collins, Jose Perez, and Ace Wolf continue to improve. You get production from Jemiah Neal, which is what you expected from him at the start of this season. And ultimately, you position yourself in a spot to have a first-round buy in the Pac-12 tournament, and then all bets are off, and you kind of just let the monkey go crazy at the circus and see what the Sun Devils can do. 
But how did they get here? How did ASU get on this four-game winning streak? Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the numbers because it is interesting to see the way Bobby Hurley's squad has played as of late. Looking at this four-game win streak, the Sun Devils scoring 76.3 points per game while their opponent is scoring just 71.3. Now, for the rest of the season, about 11 games... ASU was scoring just 66.9 points per game. Through this four-game win streak, they've scored 10 more points. They're far more efficient. Their shots are just going in. They're taking better shots. The players just look better. It looks like there is some sort of energy and chemistry with these guys, and it's nice to see defensively. I don't want to say they faltered, giving up just an extra bucket per game. Um, Prior to this four-game win streak, the Sun Devils were giving up 69.5 points per game. Um, And then you look at the way that ASU is really shot from the floor during this four-game win streak, 44.5%. From behind the arc, it's 35.4%. And then you look at the way the team shot in non-conference play, man, 41% from the field and from three-point land, just 29%. And look, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not so much ASU shots are just falling. Now, that has maybe a little bit to do with it. But if you've watched ASU basketball, not just in 2024 or late 2023, if you've really watched ASU basketball, right? Last season with Cambridge and Horn, the year before with Marion Jackson and Horn, and even dating back to the the team that had Trey Holder, Cody Justice, Remy Martin, and Shannon Evans, right? The team that was just a win away from being number one in the nation. It really is Bobby Hurley teams in general. Offensively, they struggle, Right? Not something you'd expect from a team coached by one of the greatest point guards in all of college basketball history, but that's where we're at. Bobby Hurley teams, they sputter at times on offense. And in my personal opinion, it's because Bobby allows these guys to take shots. Now, not just any shot. Bobby Hurley allows his players, for the most part, it appears, to take any shot that they feel comfortable with. Now... We saw it last season with Des Cambridge. Sometimes that's all fine and dandy when Des Cambridge decides he's going to drop 25 any given night because he's just that guy. But early on this season, there wasn't that guy. There wasn't a guy on this Sun Devil roster that you felt capable of going in and having a night like that. It almost felt like everybody was waiting for somebody else to have that moment for Arizona State. And eventually it came when Ace Wolf was cleared to play. And I think... The monkey has really gotten off of ASU's back since then, right? For Arizona State, early on in the season, it was really about, do we have a star player? Do we have a guy that can go out there and lead? Yes, you have Frankie Collins, but Frankie Collins, in reality, isn't a 20 points per game kind of point guard. That's just not what fits his style of play. He's able to do that, but he functions best as a facilitator on offense, and we've seen that over the last few games for Arizona State. Frankie Collins has been on an absolute tear. Now, yes, his scoring numbers have improved, but it's not just his scoring that's allowing Arizona State to succeed in conference play. Let's go ahead and take a look at what Frankie Collins has done through this four-game win streak. He's scoring 17 points per game. It's a little bit more than five points per game, more than he was scoring for really the rest of the season. The rest of the season shooting 43.3%. Through this win streak, he's shooting 50% from the floor, 40% from behind the arc. 
That's improvement from the 43.3% and the 28.6% that he was shooting from three-point land in non-conference play. And then a real big one here, turnovers per game. Frankie, up in non-conference play, was turning it over about three times per game. And here through this four-game win streak, less than two turnovers per game for Arizona State's point guard. He is doing it all for the Sun Devils here in conference play. And Frankie Collins is just one of the Sun Devils that we've seen succeed against Colorado, against Utah, against Cal, against Stanford, right? You could talk about Adam Miller. You could talk about Jemiah Neal. You could talk about Kamari Lands finding success. You could talk about Bryant Celebungay, Sean Phillips returning. Everybody is seemingly having a better season now that Pac-12 play has started. And that's something that we tried to talk about at the end of non-conference play. I think it was probably the, the Northwestern game that ASU lost by 19. I think there was a point where everybody, and rightfully so, was talking about Bobby Hurley on the hot seat. Was talking about, is this the guy to lead you into a new conference with a new athletic director whenever that comes? Is this the guy to get Arizona State basketball to the NCAA tournament on a consistent basis? Because if he's not, then now's the time to move. Right now would be the time to move on. But that hasn't been the case. Bobby Hurley and this team did exactly what we challenged them to do, which was look in the mirror at the end of non-conference play and figure out which team you want to be. Do you want to be the team that Sun Devil fans have seen at moments this season where they play lights out defense and they get teams to run to the point where they just out-condition them with easy buckets? Or... Do you want to be the team that loses to San Diego by five points? Not San Diego State. San Diego. In what looked like a high school gym against players that looked like they were in high school. In Arizona State, they opted to choose the route that I think Sunnival fans are probably grateful for. But can Arizona State keep it up? Right? You go out and early on in, in, in conference play, you talk about the Stanford win, you talk about the Cal win, two teams that haven't really done anything here in the Pac-12 this season, and they probably won't for the, rem the remainder of the season. And then you look at the games against Colorado and Utah, who outside of the Arizona Wildcats and the Oregon Ducks were the best two teams in the Pac-12. And I don't think you can really argue that. They were, what, 11-2 and two and 10-3 and three at the points when Arizona State played them? They got Colorado's best. They got Utah's best. And they took care of business. Now, there were moments in those games where Arizona State certainly can improve. And there are numbers, even in through this four-game win streak, that the Sun Devils, if they want to continue winning, if you want to continue to be just one of two teams in the Pac-12 that haven't lost a conference game, there are certainly things that Arizona State can improve in. Free throw numbers. I talk about it every single post-game show because it blows my mind that this team in through 11 games to start the season was shooting 23 free throws a game and only making 14 of them. Yet they had five-point losses, six-point losses, seven-point losses. Just things that you don't see from winning basketball teams. And that's something that clearly needs to improve moving forward. Short bus in the chat seems like they've been different since Frankie called them selfish and Bobby wasn't to blame to me. Yeah, I, I think I think everybody had a little bit of blame. I think offensively, there was a little bit more bl blame on Bobby for, for not maybe adapting the offense to the roster 
at least based off of what we saw early on through those first 11 games. Maybe not even adapting it to the roster, but just adapting it to the skill set and the rotation that he was throwing out there. And I think, yeah, there was a partial blame on the players for simply not getting there, right? For simply not understanding the urgency of what the the program was really trying to do, what Frankie Collins came back to do, what Jemiah Neal came back to do, to what these guys opting to leave whatever university they chose initially to come play at Arizona State. And now you've seen that mental toughness. You've seen it in terms of precision on the court. This is a team in Arizona State that I said during the last postgame show that you don't want to see. If you're a Pac-12 team right now, there are a handful of teams in the conference that are on heaters. Now, they're not maybe the best teams, right? Oregon, Arizona State, yeah, they're competitive. Are they the Arizona Wildcats? No. But in college basketball, you don't want to see a hot team because things can snowball quickly. So we're going to talk about a couple players that can keep Arizona State on top of the Pac-12. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys a little bit about where I'm going for lunch. Okay? Illegal Pete's. Danielle and Eric, they were talking about it all day yesterday. All day about Illegal Pete's and about the queso, about the guac, and about the fact that today is Taco Tuesday, guys. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot all year long. They have it all in terms of a fully functioning bar. Now, it is Tuesday, but hey, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Go check them out at lunch. They're Tempe, they're Tucson locations, or go grab yourself some tacos. They got burrito bowls. They got nachos. They really do have it all. Ring in the new year with Illegal Pete's weekly deals. Kick off the Monday blues with $3 margaritas all day long or ease your way back into the week with $2 tacos every single Tuesday. Look, do you work in healthcare or education? I mean, I'm a teacher, so this counts. Take your team to lunch at Illegal Pete's every Tuesday and enjoy. Buy one, get one free entrees, and don't forget to unwind after a long day at their happy hour, 3 p.m., through 8 p.m. every day. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Now, look, it's Tuesday, January 9th, and look, it's never too early, I feel like, to take, a, I guess, a vacation. And I've already got a vacation planned for, like, two weeks from now. Gone, like, January 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. And I can't wait. And I think maybe this is the first time these words have ever been uttered. I can't wait to go to San Antonio, Texas, in a couple of weeks, because I'm going to see Drake and J. Cole, my little brother. Uh, that was like a Christmas gift, but it was all thanks to Game Time. That's where I got the tickets, not just for that concert, but for other concerts got planned throughout the year. They really do have it all over at Game Time. The best deals, the best app interface out there, and they're the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use that code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We got JJ in the chat. JJ just spawns any day that we're talking about Arizona State basketball. JJ, I'm sorry that Zane Meeks is out indefinitely. You you have no idea how much that hurts me and how much I know 
that it hurts you. It probably hurts Zayn Meeks probably a little bit as well, but you know, we're, we're just talking about you and me right now, JJ. In terms of Arizona State continuing with this win streak, how long can they do it? You, you talk about the opponents that they have on deck. You're going to see Washington. You're going to see the LA schools. You're going to see Arizona here at some point, and you're going to see the Oregon Ducks, who are the only other team that haven't lost a Pac-12 game yet. So which players, in my mind, need to trend up? Which ones are going to be responsible for Arizona State continuing to dominate in the Pac-12? Well, this is what we've got for trending up, starting with Jemiah Neal. If you watched Arizona State over this four-game win streak, then there's been one person outside of Frankie Collins, for me, that has continued to prove their worth to this team, offensively, defensively, and everything in between. That is Jemiah Neal. Jemiah Neal against Colorado, ASU 76-73 to win. He shot 53.8% from the field, 80% from the charity stripe, and 33% from three-point land. Had seven boards, two assists, four steals, and 19 points. He looked like the younger brother to Jemiah Neal or to Frankie Collins out there. Doing it all, right? That's something that Arizona State hasn't had on a consistent basis from two guys, I would argue, over a two-year span. Because even in 2023, when you're talking about that basketball team, DJ Horn, Frankie Collins, Des Cambridge, it was very rare that all three of those guys went off. It was very rare that all three of those guys had their fingerprints on a win. For Arizona State during this four-game win streak, it's been Frankie Collins. But against Colorado, it was Jemiah Neal. And I think that was his coming out party. It was a game for him, and I talked with Jacob on the post-game show about it. It was a game for him that he could just kind of let loose and play basketball. It felt like early on in the season, there was pressure, maybe self-inflicted, maybe from the staff, maybe from teammates, maybe from social media. It felt like there was pressure on Jemiah Neal to go out there and become a star overnight. I think a lot of people expected that of Jemiah from what we had heard from Bobby, from what we saw from Jemiah in the postseason last year. And I think it took him a couple games with his new teammates to find his footing. Now, thankfully, it's come pretty early on in Pac-12 play, but the question for Jemiah is can you keep this up? Now, of course, you're you're not going to get seven boards, two assists, four steals, and 19 points a game from Jemiah Neal every single night in conference play. It's not going to happen. But if you can have those numbers in half, I'll take that with the occasional breakout game. I'll take that level of consistency from an Arizona State starter this year. Maybe last year it wouldn't have been enough, but this year it's enough because you have Frankie Collins on a tear. You have Ace Wolf. You have Jose Perez. Sean Phillips coming into his own. You have guys on this roster who are finding ways to contribute and work as a team. So if this team is going to continue to win, Jemiah Neal has to be a big part of it. But he is not the only Arizona State starter that needs to keep it going. Adam Miller is another one that I have trending up that can really fluctuate and change the way Arizona State plays basketball for the rest of this season. Not just in Pac-12 play, but when you're talking about the NCAA tournament, Adam Miller is the best player on this roster. He is the most talented player from a scoring perspective 
on this roster, and it is not particularly close. The other guys, Jemiah Neal, Frankie Collins, Jose Perez, they all have their thing. But if I had to bet money on one player for Arizona State going for 20, 25 a night, it's Adam Miller, hands down. And this is a guy that, again, there was a lot of off-the-court conversation surrounding Adam Miller because of the NCAA waiver, because of the TRO and the NCAA and transfer rules. But now you're at a point in the season where Adam Miller's not new to this. He's played a few games with his teammates. You can't use the excuse anymore that he's taking his time to find ways to score, right? To find his moments. Adam Miller's played in a handful of games this season now. Six games, shooting 36.5% from the field, 35% from three, averaging 13 points a game. Now, if he could be a little bit more efficient, I'll take it. You look at Adam Miller over the last two games against, again, two of the best teams in the conference in Colorado and Utah. Against Colorado, shot 37% from three, had 18 points. He's a scorer. What do you do against Utah? Well, 60% from three, 50% from the field, 13 points. He was efficient. Adam Miller, when he's cooking, he's one of the baddest dudes in the Pac-12. He really is. Because he can score from anywhere on the floor. He's got the three-point shot. He can get to the rim. He's got the best handles on the team. And he's got a mid-range. You're not stopping Adam Miller when he's cooking. Utah saw it. Colorado saw it. Stanford saw it. He's your shooter. He's your guy. Now, again, you pair that with Jemiah Neal playing defense and finding ways to score. You find that with what Frankie Collins has been on over the last four games. You're not stopping him. You are not stopping him. And that's why the third guy on trending up is just icing on the cake. Got Braylon Green trending up. Now, Braylon Green, if you've been watching Arizona State basketball here in 2024 and late 2023, with this team, Braylon Green has been getting minutes. He hasn't necessarily been scoring. He hasn't necessarily been getting rebounds, assists. But what he has been doing that has been so valuable to this team is he's been a role player who understands his role. And right now, Braylon Green's role is to get experience on the floor without turning it over so that Frankie Collins can sit on the bench and get a breather. There were moments in that Colorado game when Arizona State was up 10 points. They only won by three. Late in the second half, Frankie Collins sat on the bench, ASU up 10. The question immediately becomes, how long does Bobby leave Frankie on the bench? Because everybody knows ASU's offense only goes when Frankie's in the game. And sure enough, Colorado cut that 10-point lead to what I believe was a, te- was a tie game at one point, okay? So if ASU is going to go from a four-game win streak to a six-game win streak to an eight-game win streak, Frankie Collins can't be playing the entire game. It's not sustainable. So you're going to need to get Braylon Green minutes. And eventually, he's going to need to find a way to contribute on the box score, okay? You're going to need a few extra possessions. You're going to need some steals. You're going to need some boards. You're going to need some points. You're going to need to showcase your ability to also contribute in this Arizona State offense. Otherwise, this four-game win streak will be something that we're talking about as a, remember when 
Remember when ASU was on a four-game win streak and we were talking ourselves into a Pac-12 tourney by? Remember that? Well, if Jemiah Neal, Adam Miller, and Braylon Green all do what we've discussed here over the last 10 minutes, and you continue to get what you've got from Frankie Collins, and a guy who we haven't talked about today, and Jose Perez continues to be shooting lights out from three, and continue to make opposing players look like fools on his way to the charity stripe every given night, then this team will be fine. Now, if you want to talk about the NCAA tournament, which, again, it's January 9th. It's pretty early for that. This team is going to need to continue this win streak because that loss to San Diego, as much as we talk about it as a turning point in the season, as much as we reference that game as the lowest of lows, that game continues to linger in terms of Arizona State's net. I believe San Diego last I checked, which was Saturday, San Diego was like in the 200s. The top 75 teams are even worth discussing. ASU, I think, moved up three spots after the win against Colorado or Utah. They haven't moved a whole lot because San Diego's dragging them down. So you're going to need to get the Washington win. You're going to need to beat USC. You're going to need to beat Oregon. You're going to need to be real competitive against Arizona. You can't lose the way that Colorado lost. And I know Colorado didn't have their best two players in that game, but you can't lose by 40. Otherwise, you can kiss a goodbye. You can kiss a turning goodbye. You can kiss the meaning of this four-game win streak goodbye. Right? The four-game win streak at this point shouldn't be something that we're talking about as a, it's an accomplishment. It's not yet. Good teams don't lose their shit over four-game win streaks. Okay, and great teams don't even talk about four-game win streaks. Okay, you got a lot to play with here in January. Just got to keep it consistent. You got to see this offense continue to move and evolve. The three-headed monster that is Adam Miller, Frankie Collins, and all the other guys on this team need to contribute and elevate their game in ways that we haven't seen from Arizona State down the stretch of seasons. Okay. And I don't want to compare this one Bobby Hurley team to the rest, but that's the reality of college basketball. That's the reality of college athletics. You're going to comp. You're going to compare. And for Arizona State, and for Arizona State fans, you're going to move through these months, and eventually there's going to point in conference play where it is the Arizona games, and you, have, you can go one of two ways. Again, you either get your shit kicked in and respond, or you're competitive and respond. Your response is totally up to you. The same way that Bobby Hurley and these guys responded at the end of non-conference play and turned in a four-game win streak is the same way that they need to respond after the Arizona game. It's the same way they need to respond when they take on Oregon, SC, UCLA. Can't take anybody lightly. Not the way that they took San Diego lightly in non-conference play. Otherwise, you've seen the impact it can have on you even early in the season in terms of an NCAA tournament bid and when we're talking about ASU in the final Pac-12 tournament. So Arizona State can definitely keep this thing rolling, but they can't, they can't get lackadaisical. Can't take your, your foot off the, the gas here. You got to continue, continue pedaling. And for ASU, the next game is always the most important, Okay. And it's always the most important for me because that's the next game I can bet on. And I'm betting 
only on the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Guys, hopefully you took advantage of the great offers that they had as it relates to the NCAA championship game last night. Pour one out for Michael Penix Jr. and the Washington Huskies. That's tough. That is really, really tough. But my BetMGM parlay pick last week hit. That counts, right? I, I brought it into the Michigan game. I had Michigan money line. Had the Chargers losing to the Chiefs. Called it the Charger lay because, you know, Jim Harbaugh is going to be the next head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers. I know everybody cares so much about that. But let me tell you about the sweet deal that they still have over at BetMGM. Super easy to take advantage of. Just download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. And once you have placed a bet, you will receive 158 in bonus bets regardless of the 58 outcome. 58 for the Super Bowl. Oh it's a new offer. Goodness. I love it. I love it. Regardless of the outcome of your wager, they're giving away free money, guys. Sign up for BetMGM. Use the bonus code PHNX. Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $5, and you will receive $158 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome check out the show notes for full details and allison and shane talk about the disclaimer gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER colorado dc illinois indiana kansas louisiana maryland mississippi new jersey nevada ohio pennsylvania tennessee virginia west virginia wyoming call 8778 hope and y or text hope and y 467-369 new york call 1-800-327-5050 massachusetts 21 plus to wager please gamble responsibly call 1-800-NEXT-STEP arizona 1-800-BETS-OFF iowa 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help michigan 1-800-981-0023 puerto rico in partnership with kansas crossing casino and hotel visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions u.s promotional offers not available in dc new york or ontario or ontario and you know what's better than winning money is winning money and then taking it to the casino to go win more. So if you're here in the Valley, at Gila River Resorts and Casinos, nobody does it better. That is the place to take your winnings and turn them into more. They offer an authentic and immersive experience. They've got an unprecedented level of entertainment and excitement that you're not going to find anywhere else in the Valley. They haven't just set a high bar. They have set the highest bar. They have it all over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. If you don't believe me, Okay, I was telling a lot of people that didn't have New Year's Eve plans, that didn't have a place to go watch some of these games, to go check out Gila River Resorts Casinos because it is an absolute experience. It is not just a night, okay? It's an entire lifestyle that they have going on over at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Check them out. Again, you do you at Gila River Resorts Casinos. Visit playathila.com for more details. Leah, it's been a minute since we've had you behind the Mac. It really has. Like, it's been, I don't even know when it, the last time. It's been. But it, it feels right. Yeah. I did that. I produced normal. the show for it's like two years. I just need Sean and Shane to just appear <sighs> out of nowhere. Me too. Gosh. How long, how much longer is Shane gone? Um, About a month. Mm. You know, he's been telling me he can't wait to watch Arizona State basketball. He's just he looking is, forward he to is it. still watching it. Like he is on the He's Winnebago, a sicko. <laughs> staying up till one in the morning watching it. Watching Alonzo Gaffney. So he'll be ready to come back. Eleven three pointers per game. Yeah. My goodness. Well, hopefully he's staying up to date with everything going on in the Pac-12. If you're new here, it is time for this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. We have a lot of movement. Let's go ahead take a look at what we've got. We've got a new number. One, the Arizona Wildcats reclaimed their top spot in the Pac-12 Power Rankings. I know Saul was irritated. 
I know Damon was irritated from the one week that I had Colorado at that number one spot, but I tried to explain it. These aren't standings. These are power rankings, okay? And the Arizona Wildcats, they took care of the team that I had as the number one team in Colorado. If you didn't see that score, it was 97 to 50, okay? Arizona took it personally, quoting you, Dion Coach Prime Sanders, if you didn't know, okay? It's personal. And Tommy Lloyd and company, they look like the real deal in Pac-12 play. I've got Oregon at number two. They move up a spot. This is the other team in the Pac-12, not named Arizona State, that is undefeated so far in conference play. The interesting thing about Oregon is unlike Arizona State, who is 10-5 overall in the season, the Ducks are 12-3. They are undefeated at home, and they are on a five-game win streak, similar to ASU. This is a team that if you are an opposing Pac-12 foe, you do not want to see the Ducks right now, especially on their home court moving on to number three Colorado falling from one to three the buffs had a real real rough weekend in Arizona obviously the big loss to the Wildcats and then a three-point loss to the Sun Devils just a heartbreaker just an absolute heartbreaker for the buffs look this is a team that I think can continue to make some noise in the conference I do think Colorado is a team worthy of a first-round buy when we're talking about the Pac-12 tournament. I think K.J. Simpson is one of the best players in this conference, and I think they'll get it right. I think they ran into an Arizona team that was a little bit fed up after losing to Stanford, and then they ran into a pretty hot Arizona State basketball team. So that's why Colorado fell. Moving on from three to number four. Look, I can't believe this is what we're talking about here. But in reality, guys... This is what we've got to do. The Arizona State Sun Devils are the number four team in the Pac-12 power rankings. I know they're going to be people irritated. And guess what? I don't give a shit because the Sun Devils are on a four-game win streak. They beat Utah. They beat Colorado. They're firing on all cylinders. And they don't look like the team that you saw against San Diego, Northwestern, or TCU. They look like the real deal. That's why I have them at four. Utah at five, when you're talking about rough weekends in the Valley, they had a bad one as well. SC, they're on the rise. From 11 to number six, they've jumped five spots, the most we've seen thus far in the Pac-12 power rankings. Bronny James and company are starting to finally figure out how to play basketball in Los Angeles. They're on a two-game win streak. Eight and seven still overall. They have a lot of ground to gain. I've got Washington State at seven. Washington at 8 Washington, the next Arizona State opponent. If you're the Sun Devils, you can't can't afford to lose to the Huskies. And if you're the Huskies in this one, seems like Washington just needs a win after a really, really rough national championship game on the gridiron for Michael Penix Jr. and company. Stanford at number 9. The Stanford tree remains one of the worst things in the conference, right along with their basketball and football team. Got the Oregon State Eves at number 10. They fall a couple of spots. They were hot in non-conference play. They haven't been able to keep it up in conference play. I believe the Beavs are just one in three so far in conference play. Yeah, one in three for Oregon State now falling to nine and six overall. UCLA and Mick Cronin eat your hearts out. You suck. Uh, you have fallen all the way to number 11. I can't believe in the last season of the Pac-12, the UCLA Bruins are choosing to go out alongside Oregon State as a team that is Six and nine overall. One of the worst records in the conference. Actually, yeah, they have the second worst record in the conference right now. 
Mick Cronin and UCLA. My goodness. I guess yelling at your players the way you do has proven that maybe, you know, there are different coaching styles that work better than just screaming and saying your players suck. You also uh, clearly miss Jaime Jaquez Jr. So UCLA at 11. And then, hey, we're going to keep it rolling here. Cal, just just a real bummer. You're always bringing up the caboose, man, at number 12. It's almost, it's almost like last year when we knew who the worst team in the conference was, so we just opted to put anything else that was worthy of being number 12 in the conference. Cal, I don't know what else to tell you other than the ACC when you get there. It's not going to be any easier for you. Cal sports, not great. Cal basketball, not great as well. Guys, head to the comments. Let me know what you think of this week's Pac-12 power rankings. And look, I addressed it at the start of the Pac-12 power rankings. There were a lot of Wildcats fans in my mentions. Saul Bookman, quite literally, when this was all posted in Slack, chose to respond, call me a clown, without even watching the video. That was off of the thumbnail and the title that he lost his mind, okay? And for all of you guys, when I had Colorado at one, this was a team that was hot, okay? KJ Simpson was taking care of the business. Arizona had just lost by 18. I wasn't high off of OGs when I did this, but I'll tell you what, every other time afterwards, I might be because OGs are that damn good. They've launched two new products made with live rosin and RSO. They've got the OGs Naturals and the big OGs. OGs Naturals are vegan gummies made with live rosin available in a sweet clementine flavor. And maybe that's not what you're into. That's okay. They've got a million and five different flavors that you are bound to love over at OGs. They've got something for everybody. And maybe you don't want to take a big boy. Maybe you don't want to take a 10 milligram. That's okay. Go grab one of their mini ones that quite literally, outside of Gushers in terms of taste, they're right there. OGs are right there. And to be honest, Gushers has what, like three flavors? OGs seriously have countless, have countless flavors and they all hit. To learn more about OGs gummies and where you can find them, head on over to ogsbrands.com. And earlier in the show, me, me and Leah were having a reunion because she, she, she doesn't do this anymore for us. But when Leah first started doing this, we had Sean here, we had Shane here, and a big staple of PHNX was this thing called the floor lay, okay? And if you've never heard of the floor lay, it's when you just lay on the floor, okay? Sean DePaz, Emma Clark, Shane Diefenbach. Even Jacob lies on the floor sometimes. Even Jacob. A man that stands at eight feet, four inches, <laughs> okay, will just lay on the floor. Now, if you're at home trying to lay on your floor, maybe lying on tile or carpet, maybe you don't have what you need. You know who's going to hook you up for the best floor lay out there? Empire today, guys. Even if it's not for laying on the floor and you just want to spruce up your home or your new apartment, Empire today, they've got you shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a price match guarantee. Empire today is the best place to get new flooring. So, of course, you're going to have some copycats out there, but Empire today can't be beat on quality, service, and Speed and they're going to do you a favor. They're not going to promise the lowest prices because anyone who does that is putting flooring in your home that they wouldn't put in their own. Guys, schedule a free in-home estimate today. 
all listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code PHNX. Restrictions apply. See empiretoday.com slash PHNX for details. Guys, that is going to do it for the PHNX Sun Devils show today. Talking a lot of college basketball. Again, we're going to end it the same way we started. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button on your way out. Leave a five-star review. Let us know what you enjoyed about the podcast. You can follow the whole thing at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Totri. Leah, where can everybody follow you? I totally forgot your Twitter handle. It's at Leah Merrill. Pretty easy to remember. First Merrill. first and last name. You'd think after like two years, I'd eventually Yeah, get I'm it actually right. a little hurt, but it's okay. It's okay. <sighs> I'm sorry. Guys, on the way out, as usual, go Devils and peace.